This is the First Downs with Dave podcast. It's time for the kickoff. Let's play some football. Set. Certainly take their football seriously, don't they? A few points will excuse us. We'll run along and play another football. Let the games begin. Hey, everybody. This is episode four of First Downs with Dave. This episode, I won't have a guest, but the episode will go just as smoothly as if I did have one. So without further ado, I'm going to get right into it. This past week, we got our first win of the season against Missouri S&T, an 11-6 hard-fought win. Shout-out to Coach Young for his first victory as a head coach. Uh, he's he's really deserves it. And um, shout-out to the whole coaching staff for putting in the effort, and we finally paid off and got a win. Our defense played lights out. We had, two, uh, we had held the opposing team to, I think, just under 120 at total yards, so that's really good. It's a really good day. They had a few turnovers, and we capitalized on a few of them as an offense. So with that being said, shout out to the defense. And those guys were playing a heck of a game, holding them to zero points. Even outscoring them, actually, they got a safety, so they outscored their offense two to zero. So shout out to the defense. As an offense, we held the ball 40 minutes, and we only put up 11 points. But, I mean, a win is a win, but we know there's some little stuff that we need to clean up. We watched film yesterday. And our biggest problem right now, I think, is still just trying to finish uh, drives off at what points so I think that's really what we need to harp on this week and practice again I know it sounds like a broken record but we got to really focus on that part of the offense and that starts on Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday so we can create habits that are good for Saturdays this Saturday we to go play against William Jewell in a rematch from last year's homecoming where we won so I know those guys are going to be eager to play against us. They have athletes on that side, on that side of the field. They got guys that can play. Uh, so we know we got to really lock in and, and practice this week and make sure that we're ready to play against those guys. They're going to be looking for a little redemption. So that being said, we're one and two, looking to come back home this weekend. Two and two, going in homecoming against Hillsdale on October first, which will be our next home game. With that being said, that is my review of the game. A Florence fumbles of the week goes to yours truly because I'm a very lazy person. Not a lazy, I won't say lazy, but I'm a guy that did not put a lot of detail into my trip this week because. We were in black so i grabbed my white gloves because i was superstitious because i had a good game last week i have a lot of white pair of gloves so i get out there bryce gets the interception on the second play and then it's our ball i run out to the huddle i'm getting my gloves out and then i realize i grabbed two left gloves so the first drive i had no gloves on which i mean i could still catch the ball but for drip purposes i wasn't dripped out so the first drive i had no gloves on gordy catches the touchdown we get on the sideline I'm like, I need a pair of gloves. P gives me a pair of gloves. I play with those for a few drives, and he's like, I need those at halftime. I was like, okay, I got you, my bad. And then uh, Coach Ritty and Coach Brian found me some gloves to play in the rest of the game. So shout out to everybody that helped me out in that situation. But the Florence Humbles goes to yours truly this week. And with that being said, we're going to switch over to the picks from last week, which I went over five so far. If you guys haven't realized, I cannot pick college football at all. I think I've gotten one right so far. Last week, I missed on all three in college football, and then this week, I missed on two in NFL, and the Vikings and the Eagles play tonight, and I still have that one pending. So hopefully, the Vikings can pull it out so I can get a win. I don't go 0 for 6. So with that being said, I'm going to go into this week's picks. This week picks, I have Clemson against Wake Forest. I'm going to go with Clemson because, I mean, they're Clemson. They got the guys. Wake Forest could upset them, but I'm going to go with Clemson. And then I'm going to go Arkansas over Texas A&M. I like Arkansas a lot. I think they still got some guys. They got their quarterback from last year who made a lot of plays for them last year. So I think they'll be able to squeak out past Texas A&M who still, they got a good win last week against Miami, but I think Arkansas can handle them a little bit. And then 11 Tennessee hosting number 20 Florida. So Anthony Richardson is a guy that I hyped up 
the week before the UK game. I just think he's not what I thought he was going to be. I'm sorry. I did miss on that so far, but it means it's time to improve and all that. But I'm going to go Tennessee at home. So those are my college picks this week. Don't bet with them, obviously, because I can't get them right. But I got Clemson, Arkansas, and Tennessee winning this week in the college football world. NFL-wise, I have the Dolphins versus the Bills, which the Dolphins just had a crazy win, comeback win over the, the Ravens. But with that being said, I'm going to go with the Bills because I like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs a little more than the Dolphins. But the Dolphins are a great team. I think it's going to be a good game. We have another divisional game in the Rams versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals had a crazy win over the Raiders last night where they came back down from, I think, 20 in the second half. And then they won in overtime. But I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be a little bit more focused. And I think they're just an overall better team right now, even though the Cardinals have probably the best player in that game offensively. And Kyler Murray, he's just a lot to deal with. I said, I know Aaron Donald's going to be chasing them all night. If they can't get home, it's going to be a long night for those guys too. So I'm going to go with the Rams though. And then to finish off my picks for this week coming up, I have the Ravens over the Patriots. Lamar have 400 total yards and 100 plus passer rating, which you can't just, you just can't ask for much more than that. No turnovers, I don't think. And he had four total touchdowns. You can't ask for a lot more than that. But the defense has to step up. I think they'll bounce back against the Patriots, who have a kind of offense you can neutralize. But I think it's going to be a hard fall game. I think the Ravens will come out on top. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to go to back to college football. Georgia has just been so dominant. To start off the season, these first three weeks, they beat up Oregon. And then they just recently just beat up South Carolina, which, I mean, they're going to be better than most teams they play. But they're just dominating these guys every week. Stetson Bennett's looking really, really good. You can tell he's been in college for a while. He's been throwing the ball. He's, I think he's leading the SEC. He's top five in passing yards. And he has those tight ends. He has Darnell Washington and Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers is the best tight end in football in America right now, in my opinion. Over Michael Mayer, who's in Notre Dame, he's really good. But I think Brock Bowers does a little bit more. He had three touchdowns on Saturday and a route over South Carolina. And I just think that Georgia might just be the team to beat. I think they're just the most well-rounded and complete teams in college football. Bama still has some stuff they can fix on that can help them beat them, but I just think right now, if I had to choose a team, it's going to be Georgia. Ohio State has their offensive weapons, but I got to I gotta see the defense against a real offense. And so until then, I'm going to go with Georgia as my favorite college football just because of their dominance and how they've been. So I'm going to go back to the NFL, and the Bengals are 0-2. Joe Burrow had five turnovers in the week one against the Steelers in a loss that they really still could have won. Then this past week, they lost to the Cowboys without Dak Prescott on the last second field goal. Uh, the Bengals are just, I don't know, the O-line was looking bad, and then Burrow, just the same. I don't know. Uh, Chase, uh, uh, I would say Diggs played a great game on Chase and uh, Higgins. Higgins had a touchdown on him late in the game, but it was still, he still played pretty good coverage on that play. He's a still a great player. So the Bengals are just who I want to focus on in that uh, on this topic. It's just because they're 0-2. I just don't know what's, what the problem is. I mean, it's early. I don't want to just jump to conclusions or nothing like that because they still have a high-powered offense. But right now, they're just not looking like the uh, Super Bowl, uh, AFC champions from last year. So, I mean, maybe they'll clean it up. Maybe they won't. But right now, 0-2 is not looking too good for the Cincinnati in that tough division with the Ravens and the Browns and the Steelers, who are going to be all hard games to win. So, Bengals need to clean it up, in my opinion. I think in everybody's opinion, honestly. Uh, the Saints played the Bucks this past uh, Sunday, and that's always a chippy game, which led to this week's fight uh, between Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans. They really have probably the craziest beef in the NFL easily. Every time they play each other, they always get in a fight. So this week, uh, Brady over... Brady threw a pass to Scotty Miller. Marshawn Lattimore was on the cover, in on the coverage, and he made a great play and broke it up to force a punt. And they're just two divisional rivals that just don't like each other. So Brady's walking to the sideline. Marshawn's talking a little smack. And then next thing you know, Leonard Fournette just tries to bum rush Marshawn Lattimore, and he hits him, and then Marshawn hits him back. And then Mike Evans 
comes out of nowhere and just blindsides Marshawn Lattimore to where he's on the ground and then the Saints player comes in and it's just a big scramble. And then ultimately Mark, Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans uh, got kicked out of the game. Even Mike Evans, he got suspended for next week's game. So that's going to be crucial to them as an offense who needs all their guys because they can't stay healthy right now. But the Bucks came out with a victory. Brady was Brady threw a touchdown to his fifth best receiver on the roster. Brady just does stuff that just... You just can't explain no more. It's like it's Birdie. Of course, he's going to make a play. So I just wanted to harp on the fight that happened uh, between the Saints and the Bucks because they always get in a fight, especially Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans. Those are the type of rivals you like to see in football. A guy... Guys, they just don't like each other. And they don't act like they like each other at all. They just really don't like each other. So it keeps it keeps the excitement for the fans into it. But the fights have been crazy between those two teams the past few years. Trey Lance season is over. He broke his ankle last last night against Seattle, and uh, that's really ugly to see because they traded up two first round picks to get him last year in the draft. Sat him behind Jimmy G, and Jimmy G took him to the NFC Championship, and then they ultimately decided to go with Trey Lance as a starter. Week two comes around, he, t- he breaks his ankle, unfortunately. Uh, Godspeed to him on his recovery process. But the 49ers still have Jimmy G on the roster, who came in and finished the game and played pretty well and pretty clean, which he will play. That's just kind of his play style. He won't turn the ball over too much, but he can't give you that extra electricity that Trey Lance could give you. But the 49ers are just such a well-rounded team and such a good good coach team but they can still win games with Jimmy G so maybe not trading or cutting Jimmy G turned out to be a blessing for the 49ers front office and that team because now they got a guy that they don't got to worry speed up on the process to learn on the offense they got a guy that, that knows the offense like the back of his hand the guys like him and then they now they can still uh, keep going where I'm missing to be even though Trey Lynch can give those guys a spark but I think ultimately the 49ers will be in good hands for the rest of the season there's a few crazy games last night the Ravens played the Dolphins Lamar was putting on the show the first half I think he had probably over like 200 uh, total yards in the first half alone. He had Bateman on a slant for 75-yard touchdown, and then he had a 79 rushing yard touchdown, So, which those are both the longest plays in the NFL this so far on offense. Held by Lamar Jackson, who's just a unicorn in my opinion. Him and Josh Allen are two of the most unique players in the NFL just because of what they can do with their arm and their legs. Them two and Kyler Murray are the three guys that can just do stuff with their arms and legs that other guys just can't do. But the biggest story of that game is Tua Tagovailoa, 36 for 50, 400 total passing yards and six touchdowns, which is crazy to think about because Tua's process and journey to get back to being a top five pick that you would think, but just like, why did they draft him? But the college state speaks for itself, even though he was throwing to some of the best receivers in the nation. He was still that guy, and he looked like it yesterday. Tyreek Kill and Jalen Water put on the absolute show in that game. They combined for 22 catches, 361 total yards, and four touchdowns. As a defense, I just don't know what you do because the Dolphins can just turn it into a track meet every week because they have two of the fastest guys in the NFL on their offense. And then two is just putting it on the money. Uh, shout out to the Dolphins. They didn't quit. And shout out to the Ravens because they still have a lot of potential. Uh, Lamar is proven why. I just said he needs the most guaranteed money ever in NFL history because of what he can do and what he does for that offense and that team just in general. He keeps them in the games. They're they're not a 500 team if Lamar Jackson is not on the field. So that being said, that game was pretty crazy. So uh, that was a very exciting game as an NFL fan. The other game that was pretty crazy was the Cardinals versus the Raiders. The Raiders went into halftime up. And everybody just kind of assumed that the game was over. But ultimately, the Cardinals came back with great miraculous plays from Kyler Murray on some two-point conversions and some fourth and goals to keep them in the game. And then they ultimately took it to overtime. The Cardinals got the ball. They went for it on fourth and one. He hit Hollywood Brown in his hands. But uh, Sadie came and made a great play on the ball and hit him and knocked the ball out. Then the Raiders get a chance to go score. And Hunter Renfro fumbles once. And I thought he was down on the first one, but he wasn't. 
Then they ultimately turned out to be a fumble, but they got it back. And then two plays later, they throw it to him again. And then Isaiah Simmons, his former college teammate at Clemson, comes and hits him and knocks the ball out by Murphy, picks the ball up, runs 60 yards in for a touchdown, which was kind of close because guys have a tendency to throw the ball right before they cross the goal line. And it's not considered a touchdown, but he barely got by. So luckily for him, he kind of does a touchdown, and the Cardinals had a great comeback win over the Raiders. It was a great game to watch, and that's really just kind of what the NFL is supposed to be any given Sunday. Anything can happen at any time. But with that being said, I'm going to head out of here, guys. Thanks for joining me today to go to William Jewel this week, and hopefully we can come out with a win. But with that being said, thanks for joining me. I'll see you guys next week.